0: you for listening to Front Porch Theology. It is I Jeremy alone in the studio. Well, not alone. I've have, I've have Baker here with me. Hey, Bake. And uh, everyone else is gone. Again, I feel like this is becoming more and more a common thing where I'm left here by myself. Um, but that's okay. Um, we got a really good question in the mailbag and I wanted to address it because well, I'll see what the question is. It says, well, the, the question was along the lines of, can you give some advice for blended families? Um, now, for those who don't know the term, blended families, that is where two families who um, may be a divorced mom, divorced dad, they, they meet each other like the Brady Bunch, and next thing you know, they have these two families come together to form one. And it can be really, really complicated. In fact, my heart uh, breaks for a lot of blended families because you have two home cultures, that are oftentimes already established, and you're bringing them together and now trying to make one cohesive new culture. Um, And blending those things up uh, is rather difficult. Now, I am not part of a blended family. I've never been married before Julie. Julie never married before myself. Our kids are ours. Um, So you might be asking, well, Jeremy, why did you even want to talk about this? Why not just wait? or get someone else. Well, I'm the product of a blended family. So maybe I can give you the advice not for someone who's in a blended family. Uh, I can tell you what scripture says and I can also tell you maybe from my experience as a um you know, as as someone who was a child in a blended family. Uh, in fact, not just one, but two. Uh, my, my dad had been married uh, after my, my biological mother. They divorced when I was rather young. I don't remember my dad being around a whole lot. Um, I think they divorced when I was like four. But anyways, I uh, didn't see him a whole lot. And then uh, when she died, I was say about when I was in sixth or seventh grade, seventh grade. And um when I end up moving with my dad and his second wife, well, I live with them from sixth or seventh grade, sixth grade to, uh, I'm going to say, I probably was a sophomore in high school. Um, and then we moved uh, to, uh, he, he, they divorced and he married a third time. And so I got to be part of two different blended families. And I would say one of them was a failure and one of them was a success, and so I kind of want to break those down a little bit, and of course, give some biblical insight into what I why I think they failed, or why and why one was more successful. Um, so let's let's start let's start with uh, with with what Scripture has to say. Scripture doesn't say a lot about blended families in particular, but it says a lot about being dads and moms. And as far as the concept of stepdad, stepmoms, um, right? Those titles aren't in the Bible. Uh, what you see, I think, uh, when someone—it's not that you don't have blended families, right? You, you, uh, you do, in in some regards. Into where a family, a wife with her children may, um, in fact, it was culture, right? Part of the Jewish culture and the law that if if a uh, sister-in-law and her, uh, excuse me, if a Husband died, the wife would remarry. I believe her brother, if he if he was there and available, and he would take care of her and the family. Um, now this would be a blended family of sorts because he probably would have already been married. Um, but it was a way of protecting her, so they in that family, so they wouldn't fall into financial ruin. Now, um, I want to. This now. This is the problem. I think I see a lot in blended families, and it's tough. I'm not saying it's not tough, but they abandon the mom dad role, meaning a stepdad is somehow not a r- real dad. And from someone who comes from a step family, um a blended family, uh, that that doesn't have to be the case. Um, so, give you a little bit of, uh, my backstory. My my dad's first marriage, right? She had a son. Um, I, it was my brother and I with my dad, and that first blended family was an utter failure. Um, it did not work, and the divorce is a probably a, a you know obvi- maybe a it was obvious uh, that that it didn't work, but it didn't work from a parental side and. The side of children. That's usually the, the the area of struggle within blended families. My brother was could not stand her. Her name was her name was Chris. Um, could not stand Christine uh, if, to the point of a fist fight altercation on a nice Saturday afternoon as I was watching Twelve Monkeys with Bruce Willis, and uh, that my my movie experience was quite interrupted as I heard punching behind me. Uh, to turn around and then see a brawl not only between Christine and my brother but then my dad jumping off the top ropes um, and and there's a lot of reasons why this didn't work um, first and foremost blended families have you, you there is no need and this is I'm just telling you my own experience to dishonor to dishonor any biological family that's not present. If you are a step parent, there is no need to dishonor their biological parent. This was something that was done a lot in in our home. Um, my mother, who would, at this point had died, um, was often criticized and dishonored. And when when children who don't belong to you biologically yet you're caring for them, when they see that kids see their parents as an extension of themselves. It's why, like on the on the on the Playground boys will say my dad can beat up your dad, and they'll have that competition um, because um, you know if my dad's stronger than your dad, well that says something about me, uh, right? That that's a that's a feather in my cap, so to speak. And so um, if you're a step parent, the if you want to hurt the blended family, dishonor the biological parent. There's no reason to dishonor them. Right, it, uh, because again, that's an extension of them; that's part of who they are. You want to honor the biological parent, and that may be incredibly difficult. It may mean you have to hold your tongue, but um, you you might have to do it uh, if you want the blended family. I think to go smoothly. Second thing that that we saw um, is that the step parents are should be treated like parents. Two, I, something I always find troubling. Is And I didn't uh, – I, I actually got along really well with Chris um, in, in some regards. Uh, my brother did not, um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. But Chris and I had more of a relationship. I got to hang out with her. I got to know her better. She connected better with me. Um, my brother was a little more resentful for a lot of different reasons. Um, and uh, But th- one thing that they did well, that my dad has done well with both of blended families – Was that my stepmother's had just as much right to discipline me as he did? Now that when I talk to blended families, this is one of the things that really um, is really divisive. Is that the stepdad or the stepmom? You're not allowed to discipline. Who and there's I you know that that's 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 a bit of an issue I think because if you want someone. If you want a blended family to work, there has to be a level of trust—a trust in that other parent. And again, I, I want to make it clear: Scripture doesn't really give step parents. Uh, there's no step parent title. There's mom and dad. And uh, and I think if you are a, a you know if you're going to act like a mother in every regard, discipline is part of that. Um, now, uh, that that I, I realize that when it comes to you know other. There's other biological parents that may not like that concept. Hey, I don't want the step parent disciplining my child. Um, this is where you, you not dishonoring them in front of the kids, but standing your ground and say, "Listen, this is my husband. This is my wife. Whatever. Um, but we are we are one. Right? We are one. And that also shows that you are one with your spouse. When hey, if I can, we're, there's, we're not we're not Playing in parts here. Uh, my wife and I are one, and her being a stepmother uh, is just th- that, that just means there's no, you know, blood relation. But as far as the home, she is playing the role as mother, and she is, uh, you know, we are one, and therefore she has the right to discipline. Um, disciplining is some, I mean, first off, I would say biblically, it's not something, I mean, I, it's so now discipline is one of those touchy subjects when it comes to children uh, I, I, I don't even think listen we have some really good friends who are more than welcome to discipline my children because we trust them and you know we're not married to them it's just our friends if you marry someone and you trust them enough to marry them you should trust them en- enough to discipline well if they if you don't if you think they're abusive to children then you shouldn't have married them um, so so I think blended families don't uh, tr- you got to treat step like parents like their parents it not only allows them to build a b- better relationship because if you make barriers they well, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to discipline that creates resentment it also by the way um, permits the children to know where they can, who they can walk on right um, and that's something that's something that I've seen and and, and saw um, when certain people aren't allowed to discipline kids, pick up on that, and guess what? They're like, all right, well, if you're not allowed to do anything, it, it, it's like it's like ma- taking in a police officer and making them a mall cop, right? It's like, all right, what are you gonna do? Like, I'm gonna be rude to you. What are you, are you gonna you gonna warn me a hundred times? Big deal. So there there is a uh, you don't you don't you don't want to uh, emasculate your the the fatherly figure. Um, that a step parent can be. So, so my dad when he got married a second time, married Denise. Now, uh, Denise is as far as my, I mean, my kids know about my my mom, um, but for them, Denise is Oma, right? That is their grandmother. Um, now, Denise came into my life uh, a little bit later. I was a bit rebellious, and uh, I know we. It was a very tense situation for a long time, but now, I mean, everything is really well. I get, I love Oma. We get along with Oma. Um, and, but part of that was she tried very hard to connect with me. The expectation was not that I had to like what she liked. She was going to make the effort to connect with me. And guess what? When she didn't, when I didn't want to connect, um, she didn't take it personally. She understood this child's hurting. This child is upset. Um, and I don't quit. Right. And if you do, um, kids will quickly spot, oh, you're not treating me like you would treat your children, right? Um, you really do need to be able to treat them like your children. I, so if I know if Will was here, right, he would maybe even compare this to his adopted children. He doesn't treat his adopted children any any different in the sense of loving them and pursuing them and connecting with them than he does his biological children. That That difference makes no difference. And how he loves and cares for them. Maybe how he disciplines them, because you have to discipline kids differently, because kids are different. Maybe how he educates them, because kids have different learning styles. But not in pursuing and loving them and trying to connect with them. Uh, And so, when it comes to step-parents, sometimes I think, and this is what I saw with Chris, that I didn't see with Denise, um, that there was a greater effort... Um, I would just say Chris was, a, 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 I say, a slightly more lazy. she was very much more lazy in trying to connect. I was easier to connect with, so she connected with me, but not with my brother. And so you had all these rules without a relationship, and guess what you get? You get rebellion every single time. Um, and yeah, so if you're a step parent, don't you have to pursue these? children like they're your children because guess what they kind of are now um they are your children uh and so you need to pursue them and care for them and love them as such and be patient with them one of the biggest mistakes uh uh, that was made um, especially with Chris, I, it was also me with Denise, but it wasn't pushed as hard. With Chris, there was this idea of you can call me, I want you to call me mom. I remember Chris telling me that. I want you to call me mom. And uh, I saw this as like kind of like a dishonoring of my of my biological mother who had then passed. Um, you, I am now your mom. I'm now your mom. Almost a, like we're going to forget... We're gonna forget that, and I'm taking that role. Um, and it's not like you one has to die for you to take on a motherly role. As Christians, right? There are many people who hold a fatherly place in our life. Uh, Paul uh, calls, so does John. Calls many people they disciple uh, their their children. I believe John uh, says that about. Uh, his uh, well I think John and Paul do about uh, groups of people towns churches they, it says you know you're my children uh, a Timothy is referenced as his child right he's a spiritual father and you don't have to be a biological parent to have a fatherly or motherly impact and if someone asked me what was what was the you know, who are the fatherly impacts my, in my spiritual walk? My biological dad's actually not even one of them. I have a, a, other fatherly figures who I thought about on Father's Day, um, such as Roger Jordan or uh, Terry Harper, uh, Andy DeHart, uh, three men who were in very many ways um, spiritual fathers to me who discipled me and who walked along with me and, and taught me so, so, so much and. Um, about about scripture and about living uh, a godly life, so um, don't think uh, step parents that you can't have that great impact. You absolutely can, and uh, you must strive to do so. And that's my point. Um, I would say probably this this next one is is really important. It's being consistent, right? Being consistent. Um, I saw Chris as my brother did and and Chris and my dad as as big hypocrites. And I'm not saying that wasn't there with Denise and dad as well, but it wasn't as much, right? They um th- th- there was a lot of changing happening in their lives and they 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 repented of a lot and um but with Chris and my dad there was a lot of this is his first marriage, there was a lot of hypocrisy and I could see right through it. Right, and again, that created resentment. Any reason to create resentment, right? It will, it will fester with children who are in blended families because a lot of times there's a lot of pain and confusion in that. Um, so, be be consistent, right? If something's wrong today, then it's wrong tomorrow, and if it's wrong for them, it's wrong for you. Um, and don't don't try to. I mean, there's some. There are some. Uh, some gray areas there. Uh, but, you know, if you can't, uh, I remember my, so my dad and his, and his second wife, right? They, uh, they, they love drinking um, and they, they really love drinking. And, but, and surprise, surprise, guess what Jeremy started doing when they went away, right? Started drinking. Um, and now there's a way to handle this Is a way not to handle this. Uh, the way to handle um, something like this as a as a blended family, like for for Chris or um, you know for maybe a, a more healthy way, rather than uh, attack, right? Um, especially in a way that oh you're just like your mother or something of that nature, right? Because that's dishonoring the parent. It's na- it's 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 kind of name calling. Like the kid understands what you're trying to do, uh, or what you know what you're attempting to do. Um, you're associating with them with someone you don't like, even though, like in that case, I loved my mother, but but I knew that Chris didn't. Um, so, uh, but not uh, failing to be compassionate. But these are things that are all parents should do, right? You you can be compassionate and still lay down the law. You can be empathetic but still. Past punishment, right? But if you do something, let's say like you drink like a sailor, um, expect the kids to do so and, and maybe be empathetic and teach responsibility and uh, age when something that's age appropriate. You teach, um, <laughs> you, you have to teach in context to how your household is uh, conducting itself. And that's what I mean by being consistent. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that um, blended families. Are incredibly difficult, mainly because, as I said before, the step parent role—it's uh, almost like we've tried to create a, a uh, gosh a new um a new standard for them. When I think Scripture lays it out, it's mom and dad, and though it's not, it that's it's not always that easy. It's what you should strive, right? Stepmom, strive to be a loving, compassionate mom who understands that kid's hurts and takes that into consideration when doing all things. Dad, stepdad's, same thing. Um, but the big difference between my dad's first, or excuse me, his second and third marriage, the first blended family versus the second blended family, um, I would say there's probably two. One of them was a spiritual presence. The, the, Denise had a much greater she she made it an effort. Even when I was not happy with her, uh, she was says in essence, in my home we go to church, we're gonna we're gonna, you know, you're going to be involved in the youth. So she was willing to be the bad guy even. Um, but but for my good trusting, That one day I would understand. So she, it wasn't always like I'm going to take the easy route, right? I'm I'm going to embrace again the parent parental role, uh, and and sometimes that's not always that's not easy, Uh, especially because my dad. This is all new to him, right? Being someone who was I say new to him. He grew up in a a church home, but it was never uh, there was never a male figure who was the lead, like a spiritual lead. So that, that was a new role for him and a bit of a scary one. Denise had been a single mom for a while. So, uh, she had, she had to embrace that role. Um, I think the second biggest one was we were closer with Denise's children. Um, I never, ever, ever felt that Denise treated her kids differently than me. I always felt that if, if, if the kids, it, if I never did she show partiality um in any capacity. Uh she was she's a bit of an authoritarian. She was authoritarian with me. She was authoritarian with them. Um she never held back affection or punishment on anyone uh, in the house. And though I didn't like it then, uh now I deeply appreciate it. And I and I can see why that consistency, which we've already talked about, really helped. But um yeah, it just it, it shows that if um, I remember Denise taking me out, just me and her, and there were times where she just took out her daughters, right? And um, it was, th- again, there was there was no favoritism. There was like, oh, Jeremy is, he's my stepchild, so I have to give him extra attention. There was none of that. He is my child, and I will treat him as such. Um, so sometimes I think, though it's a complicated situation, we try to make it more complicated than what it is. No doubt it's complicated because it involves humans and emotions, um, but we try to be as try to be as consistent and normative as possible the way that scripture prescribes moms and dads to be be as strict to scripture as possible stepdads be dads stepmoms be moms and parent those children um, so uh, as far as dealing with uh, biological parents or you know the, the the other the other parents that are not in the picture that's a whole different complication and one let me just say that should not uh, that ha- that's one you have to be careful with right because I know that um, you, you really want to make sure that they're honored you don't want to talk bad about them as angry as you are uh, at them you want to make sure that you know that it, it, kids kids will eventually see more than you know if, if there's a if the biological parent is a, is a bad parent, um, protect them, but but also know that they'll see it eventually. Um, that's something that you know I eventually saw, right? That my that my biological mother, I had her on a pedestal, um, and I you know it it came it came to me that oh you know what I've made I love my mom, but she. You know she wasn't she struggled as a parent <laughs> so there's a lot of things that I'm I look back on goodness gracious what was that lady thinking um, so some of that goes away you know some of that uh, the idolizing of parents and that's true with within that you know we, we all do that with parents so um, especially ones that are deceased uh, because there there's a there's a desire to protect the deceased parent in fact I, I would I would actually argue that you know something I've noticed when people pass away, um, and, and and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but I, I've known people who are absolutely abusive husbands and dads, uh, husband or wives or whatever. And when they die, uh, the family who's been abused, they're like, "Oh man, he had his problems, but man, he was great." Or man, she was wonderful. It's like they forgot all of the bad stuff because it's like, okay, we have to, we have to, uh, um, you know. We have to kind of put this, the the memory of this individual on a pedestal. But kids are really, it's really easy for kids to do that. Um, I did that. And, you know, my, both stepmoms had that on their plate when they got me. This is a kid who was, who idolizes his dead mom and, in some way sees me as competition. Um, One of them, one of them wasn't consistent. One of them wasn't a spiritual presence. One of them was, uh, uh, I, I saw uh, dishonored the parent. Denise didn't. She honored the parent. She asked questions about my mother. She was interested about who my mother was. Um, she didn't try to forget her. She didn't. She she pursued me. She was consistent with me, um, and uh, didn't treat me any different. And for that reason, that blended family was success. Now it wasn't a success at first, but I'm as close to my my. Sisters, my I call them my sisters, but my stepsisters. As my biological brother, um, I you know, I'm as I'm as close to Oma as I am Opa. Um, Maybe if not more so. Like I, I, it's just the reality. Um, So I hope that's helpful. I know maybe it's a bit plain, a little bit the the advice is maybe a little bit on the nose. But listen, I think that's what Scripture prescribes. It does not. Give the role of stepdad any different? It doesn't say all right. Stepdads, you 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 don't have to raise your kids in the way of the Lord. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, you can provoke your childrens to to uh, anger. You know, it doesn't it doesn't give you any uh anything else, right? You are one with your spouse, and that unified front has to promote biblical principles of marriage and of moms and dads. So good luck, and peace be with you.